When the spirit won't rest, we ask questions. We dig as deep as we can looking for answers. For the most part of my youth, from as early as the age of six, my soul could not rest. In the early adulthood years I dreamt a lot about my father, whom I did not know and had passed away in my grade 11 year. I then sought help from a traditional healer who said I need to thwasa. A lot of controversy around the traditional Uku Thwasa exists amongst the black nation. Some support it and some call it an illness which can only be treated with psychology or psychiatric medication. Others go as far as to call it witchcraft. I believe it's a beautiful assisted or supported form of surrender. People need guidance from a mentor when they go through the surrender stage of life. Whatever term you use, surrender ain't a walk in the park. Spirituality has no color. We each have the duty to listen to God's call when required to do so. Surrender the way that is best for you. I was later advised against the Uku Thwasa process by my step-grandmother, my mother's biological father's wife, who rather suggested that I needed to explore my paternal side and have Imbaleko done. It had emerged that, because my mother did not get along with my father's spouse, I did not attend the traditional child-welcoming ceremony called Imbaleko and Isikosa. I reached out to my aunts, my father's two younger sisters, in hopes of forming a relationship with them and to look for comfort. Meeting Aunt Lindyway for the first time as an adult was surreal. Her first words to me were Kwathi Hu, meaning she herself was relieved by my reaching out to her. She agreed to arrange for my Imbaleko. So in 2012 I underwent a ceremony which was meant to have been conducted in my childhood. My understanding of the ceremony which I had to have was God pointing out that I needed to know who I am and where I come from. I grew up with negative view of my father's family which was based on my mother's experience. I needed to shake off all the narrative shared by my mother and focus on what is. That is, and always will be, in me flows the blood of the Voyi, Delamini, and the Faz, Gisina, clans. Certain traits are inherited and I could not shake off being different to the family which raised me. I was raised in a loving family environment with many members of the extended family, who loved and cared for me. It was a challenge to raise me though. I was definitely other. I giggled too much and too loud. I wanted to take charge of everything and direct who should do what. I arrived home after the ceremony and suddenly heard a silent voice which told me that it was not yet over. Imbaleko was just the start. I accepted that another time will come, when I would need to surrender all. I asked for postponement or time before this happens. It felt as though I would go through this next experience around the ages of 40-41, I would need to give up everything. I know what you're thinking, midlife crisis age, smiley face, not so simple as that. Between having had Imbaleko and now, I've meditated, prayed, sought God and gave up on trying and then came back again. I yearned for more so when I could not quite figure God out I gave up looking for Him. It was Oprah and Deepak that helped me. Oprah came to my rescue a second time. The first time, I was 16 years old and I watched the Oprah Winfrey talk show religiously. God always sends help. I needed a practical way of relating with God and I found it in those free 21-day meditations. Thank you Deepak Chopra. I wish I could say I practiced my rituals and meditated every day but no I didn't. It may sound like an excuse but raising children is exhausting. To parents who have raised children and yet able to dedicate quality time with God I salute you. I've struggled and at times only managed a short prayer and crash into bed. Then I would judge myself for not trying harder or not running the household a little better so I could find time for myself. Every moment lived was leading up to where I am now. 
I complained about taking most of the house load and now I have no choice but to take on most of the load. The children are older and do what I ask them to do, most of the time but the bulk is still mine. It's funny how we forget what we've been told by God. I only remembered about a month ago that ooh yes, I was supposed to surrender all, roundabout now. Of course we're not told what it will look like and what the exact circumstances will be. Let me tell you, the circumstances aren't great at all. I tried to prepare in the sense that I knew my marriage would not last. How do you prepare financially for the day your marriage ends and you have to make it alone? You save. The coronavirus hit and my husband lost his income. This turn of events was certainly not on the cards. I was devastated and needed to come up with a plan. I was not getting anywhere within my job. Although my colleagues encouraged and supported me I was not getting significant results and I felt that my needs would not be met. I prayed and prayed and finally decided to leave employment to pursue a business which would allow me time with my children and bring an adequate income to, not only cover my salary but the income lost by my spouse. Whatever I would do required full dedication and commitment. It also needed to be big as I was already falling behind on payments. How do you surrender your job, the only income you rely on? I trust God. I've kept this from most people only telling those that I know will understand or not judge me harshly. The doubt creeps in when you have given up on what you are used to. As the world watches on, the banks start to call, the food levels start to diminish and the very shelter hangs on the balance. What was I thinking? Was that me or you God? Of course, the sequence of events says that it was God. I'm just not comfortable with the way it looks. So I pray that the lessons I am supposed to learn come quick so that this can all be over. We don't like prolonged pain or any pain whatsoever. Then a feeling of hope comes and I know God's love, the most important love of all is with me, through all the fog. I know that God wants me to learn fundamental lessons that will carry me through the rest of the years that I will spend here on earth. God also wants me to share these lessons with my children. The heartbeat is not as fast as it was in the beginning. I've had to teach myself to breathe. Worry could have killed me, yet I stand now in solitude and silence. I silence my thoughts every chance I get so I can only hear God. God has always come through for me in this manner. When I am absolutely quiet having run out of all my ideas and plans. I've tried negotiating with God. This has not gotten me anywhere. The first lesson I had to learn is that, God is in control. I cannot just say it I need to believe it. It's a strange feeling, which I still need to get used to. I humble myself, truly acknowledging that God is in control. The next lessons do not really matter much when I completely understand and accept that God is in control. I only need to practice awareness and presence. Thank you Eckhart Tolle for this lesson. The only moment that counts is now. God is in control. Acceptance of this allows God to completely take over. It doesn't have to be pretty in the eyes of the world. It's God's mess and only God can judge it. The most difficult thing about surrendering all control is that there is a part of me that longs for approval. I'm terrified of being judged because I've been criticized harshly by those closest to me. We are raised to believe there is only one way of living. Yeah, you're so free, free to choose your career but this is what you have to do. Grow up, make a living and stand on your own. When things don't go according to this plan one is made to feel like a complete and utter failure. You're afraid to trust God yet this is the one thing that is always by our side and never fails. Then there are utterances of God doesn't exist or He exists but not in this form that you are making Him to be. One sinks further into a doubtful state of being, not knowing what voice to listen to.
The truth is, God has many faces and presence in many forms. While we've been making out our own paths, God has remained the same God. He creates and allows us to live as we do. We lose focus on who God is and try to live in the manner that society dictates our lives should be. We can never know God entirely and thus cannot prescribe how He should reveal His wonder to anyone. It's one of those things which we as humans struggle with. We have to unlearn centuries of thinking that we are in control so that we can be truly one with God. So we can be more compassionate with one another. Surrender need not be at one time nor will it be in the same manner. Perhaps small acts of surrender will be adequate for each of us. The most important lesson however being, that we must give God full control without any reservation. God wants us all, back to Him so we can heal and in turn allow illuminating light to shine through everything we do. I know I make it through this because God has shown me that I do make it through and joy comes out of this moment. This time, when joy comes I can never again compromise God, I will remember that He pulled me out of the deepest depths of the sea to live an abundant life through Him.